we watched the Super Bowl, and I, th- I feel like we were both disappointed. I was disappointed in many things. I wasn't disappointed in the wings that I ate. Um, but other than that, uh, yeah, it was it was kind of it was kind of sucky on a lot of on a lot of levels. Mostly because the Saints weren't in it. If the Saints were in it, it would have been way more exciting. I agree. All right, well, save it for the podcast. We're men, okay? That means a few things. I couldn't do that. Could you do that? How can they do that? Who are those guys? We're men. But we're not afraid to say that we love other men. So, now you know, we are the wild and crazy guys. Can't take it back now. Everybody heard it. It's out there. Everybody hear it? Yo, welcome back to That Guy Show. I'm William. I'm Mateo. That Guy Show is a podcast for men, about men, by men, as men, with men. Amen. Dude, what a crazy, boring game. Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, the the minutes prior to the kickoff were probably more exciting than a lot of the game was. They were. I had I had a lot of expectations going into this. Like, I really like, dude. This is probably the worst outing that Kansas City has had in the past three years. Yeah, but I mean, think about if it was any other team and you had lost two of your starting linemen in a matter of a few weeks. We that would have been like oh yeah this team's gonna struggle but because Patrick Mahomes has just defied logic and amazement everyone just thought he could will himself and dude I, I'm not gonna lie there was at least three throws that he made after breaking four or five tackles one where he was legit parallel to the ground he was in midair when he threw it he was falling and like it was a dead strike could have been caught for a touchdown but it but it a wasn't a lot of dropped passes yeah like he had. I mean, he was limping. I mean, the man was like, Patrick Mahomes is definitely not the reason. You would have thought that he was the old man Brady. (laughs) Like, that's what you would have thought by watching this. But you know, when I'm watching this game, I'm thinking, like, this game will probably be referenced for the rest of our lives, you know? And people who start watching football later won't even know what everyone's talking about. But it was like, you know, we all assume that Patrick Mahomes is going to have a handful of. of Super Bowl rings, you know, yeah, one yeah, day. Yeah. And so this was like the game. Like you could never be like, well, if we would have just seen Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes, but it's like we did, you know? Yeah. So, Well, I, I think uh, Tony Romo <laughs> at the end said that, you know, like if next year, if Tom Brady Mahomes make it back, Mahomes wins, then they got the one-on-one going, you know? So I I, I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty interesting to see how Mahomes handles this because for him to be able to come back to back but lose that bad, I'm interested to see how he plays it off next year. Yeah, he didn't score a single touchdown, correct? That's correct, and he did throw yeah, two interceptions. Like a, like, yeah, I mean, it was like – I mean, granted – when you get into a game like that where it's the third quarter, you're down a lot, and he's just starting to to toss them, you know? I know, it's scary. Yeah, you start to get stuff like that. I mean, Tom Brady did that. When they were, like, in desperation mode, knowing they needed to score, I mean, he threw three picks in a game, you know? Yeah. But they still managed to overcome it because they kept actually scoring. And normally, Patrick Mahomes will be third and 25 and – He's throwing dimes, but you have to have protection. And that's, it, it was so obvious to me. It was like, he just never got set. Right. I mean, you know, you watch Tom Brady or like Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's like, you got a good five seconds of just, oh, well, who I want to throw it to. Okay. Now I got to like throw it away. You know? Yeah. It was he just did like, not have a lot of like, time. Yeah. He was running and limping and running at the same time yeah. trying to throw. So yeah, it was <clears throat> definitely disappointing on a, a lot of that front. So Tampa Bay beats Kansas City 31 to 9 at home for the Super Bowl. So there's never been a like a hometown team playing the Super Bowl in their hometown, right? Um and Tampa Bay did it and they won. It was so nice to hear a crowd in the background. It was. It was it was that was nice. It was like, "Oh, it's like watching a real football game." Yeah, yeah. And I think it was awesome. I think it was mostly um 
you know, healthcare workers probably and their families and stuff. Um, yeah, I feel like they didn't bring that up very often. It's almost like they pretended like <sighs> the crowd wasn't there. Yeah, I, there was a lot I, of... I, um, CB, am I just... I know the game was boring, but did you find that the CBS broadcast itself was like extraordinarily dull? I mean, I mostly kind of keep that stuff muted most of the time anyway. Like, you know, when I'm watching Saints games, I'm barely listening to what they're saying you know until what? something controversial Honestly, happens. Honestly, I don't but... think so. I think that the problem is, and what you're experiencing right now, was there was nothing special about this game. So I feel like the commercials were garbage. I feel like the performances were so-so. I feel like the broadcast was whatever. So, like, there was no real hype about Super Bowl stuff you know what i mean and maybe that has to go into like like the week prior there's no pro bowl and as much as i never really liked the pro bowl i i think i missed the pro bowl you know i think i missed the the festivities of the pro bowl and like the qb challenges and and stuff like the dodgeball games and they had they had some of that i don't know but it it wasn't the same you know what i mean like i mean they did some challenges um but like i feel like it wasn't i tried watching it like on youtube like i didn't I just didn't, yeah, I didn't seem like it was there. And um, and I think it's just because, yeah, COVID, they, they canceled a lot of stuff that they would normally of do uh, absolutely. in that media days and all that. So I just <clears> feel but, like um, leading up to the Super Bowl, there just wasn't enough, like, um, uh, I don't know, hoopla. Like, it just was kind of like a regular Sunday so, game. So what do you think? What, what do you think it is with the commercials? Because it's been happening for years that the Super Bowl commercials – have not been it used to be honestly like even in a game there was games like this where it was a blowout it wasn't an exciting game it was a big lead and you weren't really but the commercials really were they were hilarious they were like so intricate and it was just like that's gone away slowly and i think it's because i think it's because it's become so expensive like it's jumped up so high that only a few of the largest companies really do it then why don't you put out good stuff when you do do that i kind of I like i was know. i, I think, was taking I notes think now it's like it's now it's like it's better to just virtue signal or just do like a you know kind of a you know have a funny celeb but like because you know what i mean like to be funny you do have to push the envelope you have to take risks to really be funny and i think that nowadays people would just rather not do those things i don't know yeah I, it just the commercials have gotten worse when i was a kid I loved the Budweiser Bud Bowl. Do you remember the Bud Bowl? Yes. And it was like a reoccurring commercial that happened through the game. And it was the beer bottles playing each other. And you never knew who was going to win. There was always a crazy like field goal kick that went off a blimp. And so it was like I was waiting to see who won. Is it but Budweiser also, or Bud all Light? Of the or- big, all of the big commercials for like Budweiser or Bud Light that would happen throughout the year were like premiered at the Super Bowl, right? So you had like the weather and you had the Budweiser, like you had the Budweiser frogs, that like huge hit commercials, right? And all that stuff, you, you just go back and you just remember those commercials from the Super Bowl. Like they had this Dorito commercial one time that I think is like one of my favorite commercials. And it's like this little kid and her mom's, and her mom, his mom's bringing like this guy over that she's like dating. And, uh, he like kneels down next to him and is like, Hey buddy. Hey champ. How you doing? Da, 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 da. And I think he grabs a Dorito and the kid like slaps him across the face and goes, get your hands off my Doritos. And don't you touch my mama or something like that. But it was just, it was cute and it was funny. Cause you did not expect this kid to like slap him and come up to him and be like with one finger in his face, you know, lay your hands off my Doritos and don't touch my mama, you know? Like there just, was a there was Cheeto Cheeto made an effort. Cheeto did, did make an Cheetos effort. Commercial. Wait, wait was, hold on. It wasn't. It I, wasn't I, there. But it, I have a whole list of commercial stuff because I took notes okay. for every commercial that I could see, and I want to run down them because I want I want to know your opinion on these, and I have my opinion on them. So I'm going to start with from start to finish because to me for Super Bowl and as much money as it is to be in these commercials or to put these commercials out, you want to kind of like you know, save the good commercials towards the end and, or, you know, how do you want to like work this out? Right. So the first commercial that I I really took note of was the Matthew McConaughey commercial. It was Doritos. Do you remember that commercial? Yeah. Was he like a cutout or something? Yeah. He's like paper thin cutout and it had to do with the 3d Doritos and Matthew McConaughey goes to talk shows and everybody's looking at him weird. It just wasn't funny. It was just kind of whatever he 
because he's paper thin, he sneaks, you know, slides his way into a vending machine, eats a 3D Dorito, and then pops out Matthew McConaughey. But he's like stuck inside the glass, right? And I was like, I, I, that's why I talked about that little kid Doritos commercial because Doritos was yeah. always the one that had like pretty decent commercials. And I was like, that ah, that was garbage. You know what I mean? Um, the first commercial that caught my eye that I thought was decently funny was the GM commercial for their electric vehicles with Will Ferrell. And Will Ferrell goes to like uh, Keenan uh, Thompson's house. And is like, hey, come with me. And he goes to like Aquafina. He's like, come with me. We're going to Norway. Norway's doing better than us at it. Da, 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 da. And it was just genuinely funny. And like, I don't know. I've never, I've never seen a commercial where someone said, damn it in the commercial <clears throat> you know i don't know if okay. that's our uh um gone with the wind moment for commercials you know where he says he says a bad word but i genuinely was like that's funny i got behind them on that and i thought that commercial could have been one that could have kept going and be really funny gm had another commercial with winona Ryder and someone else playing edward scissors hands because they were talking about the EV cars and yeah. the autonomous driving. So he didn't have to yeah, use his hands to drive. I was like, yeah, that, was, yeah, yeah. that was lame. So another thing I noticed was the amount of celebrities, like, let's just put a celebrity in the commercial. And it yeah. doesn't really do anything for the commercial. Let's just put a celebrity in it. There was so many celebrities in commercials. And I feel like that's where their do money was. think the weird to. part is, like, COVID makes it harder to film commercials. <clears throat> so everyone's trying to piece things together. Like from afar you know what i mean like people are like green screening it and i i because like i would only say that because when you brought up the matthew mcconaughey commercial it seems sort of like cheesy to me like it just wasn't the production value wasn't there and of course i'm i, I didn't really watch it watch it intently like i was yeah yeah you know I, I saw it but i wasn't like and like i, I remember the will ferrell i did definitely saw that um, so well but in the matthew mcconaughey commercial you had uh i think it was mindy kaling and um, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, they were on stage together, like on set together, you know. And they're not like huge names like Matthew McConaughey, but they're not, you know, lower end celebrities. So yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what the premise is if it's COVID or not, you know. Um, the Tracy Morgan commercials. I think it was for Rocket Mortgage. Those were pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, th that was funny. That was that funny. Was funny. That was um, a, that was a good bit. Yeah. Like, do but you like, think you can? You you think you can afford this house? Yeah. And th that was funny. It really was. It was a cute commercial, and then like the examples of what you think you can do. Yeah. Um, like I think we can make this jump. So I was like, okay, like that's that, that, that was, was the first good. That was yeah. If you had the rate, Super Bowl commercial, me, that, was the, that was definitely the funniest commercial. That was not the funniest commercial. So you oh, missed you... the funniest commercial then. Okay, well, what was the funniest commercial, I'll, Will? It's on my. I'm, I'm, we're going to get to that. Because it, okay. it was at the end of the Super Bowl pretty much. And it was by far like that was the best. Oh, well, fourth quarter, I ended up switching to uh, Yahoo Mobile Streaming. Oh, so you got to my miss son all the wasn't fully. Yeah, my son wasn't yeah. fully sleeping yet. So I had to, uh, I had to go into the room and uh, close the deal there. So um, Bud Light killed the Dilly Dilly night. Oh yeah, that was I hated those commercials. That was anyway. a stupid commercial. Yeah, um, I hated those commercials. The worst commercial, maybe it's not the worst commercial, but the Oatly milk. I think it's called Oatly. Oh, the Oatly milk. And the crazy part is, I just bought some Oatly milk. Did you? Because I'm all, going all vegan now. Yeah. Minus the whole wings thing tonight. But um, but yeah, I've been doing the vegan thing for like nine months just to lose weight. I'm not like a freak or anything. Yeah. But so the um, CEO has either no shame. Or it's got no shame. Like it was like horrible singing, but not bad enough to be funny. So like it was kind of I confusing. thought it was I thought it was supposed to just be bad. Like that was the that yeah, was but what it, made it funny. It, it wasn't bad enough to be bad. Like not that he was good by any means, but you could tell like I think he was actually trying. And that's what was scary they, about it. They make Oatly makes these little creamers and they call them nut pods. See that's See, there's that's, so much potential there. It's weird. There's a lot of potential there. There's so much potential there, you know? And it's just a guy uh, singing with, in a keyboard. I'm waiting for a cow to come up and, like, kick him or something like that. I don't know, like, you know. And, like, I, I only know oat milk exists because PJ's, the local coffee shop here in Louisiana, they're basically like the Starbucks of Louisiana. 
They mm-hmm. have oat milk as an option, and I started getting my lattes with oat milk, and it's actually good. Like you get you get like a latte with soy milk. You're like, this sucks. I gotta pretend like this. I don't do soy. soy. Almond milk, I love. Almond milk too. It's certain things like you can get almond milk ice cream or something and it tastes okay, but like almond milk doesn't just go with everything. Like to me, in creamer, it yeah. just maybe it's because I've been drinking almond milk for so long. But like I can drink almond milk like straight, and I I feel like I'm drinking milk now. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, it's always it, flavored. It always has like a flavor. Oh, uh, so we it. do unsweetened original. So like we don't even do sweetened. We don't do vanilla. Yeah, that we, doesn't that doesn't taste like milk? No. To me, it tastes just like milk. But I mean, it has a consistency like milk, but it's almost yeah. like too thick. It's a th- anyway. I yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I don't. It's not good for some yeah. things. I mean, if I'm eating a cookie, I'll drink some almond milk just cause. But but like so, some of these commercials were like so they had a Tide commercial that I was expecting to be be kind of good right and this guy's wearing a, a hoodie with jason alexander's face on it and he's doing all these different things and being put in these different situations and you know there was a couple parts that like i, I could smile at but it just wasn't funny and jason alexander makes his cameo at the end and he's like yelling at him because he's wearing his face on a hood it was just stupid you know um t-mobile had a commercial that wasn't too bad i thought this was a pretty good super bowl commercial if you're going to put celebrities in in there and um and and actually have a, a somewhat storyline that makes sense that is funny. So Gwen Stefani's on the phone with um, uh, what's his name from Maroon Five, and um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Levine, and she's like, I'm just tired of the L.A. guys. I I really want some you know something better. You know maybe somebody from another country or something like that, and someone that's not afraid of like a powerful woman or something like it's that. It's kind of funny. Cause in that commercial, the only person I even knew who they were was Gwen Stefani. Oh, really? I didn't even realize those other people <laughs> were like famous. I'm like, who are these people? That's funny. <laughs> so do you know that Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are married? No, no. Is that what makes that funny? Well, what makes it f- also funny is that they were is all like married judges. in real life. Well, they were all judges on, um, the voice. So they all have a relationship together outside of, just that commercial so oh. yeah it's just it's just funny because what he saw because it was like breaking up was like you know you know yeah. i'm just i'm tired of la guys i want something country and i need someone that that's afraid of a powerful woman you know and blake shelton comes up all goofy and um anyway i, I, I thought that was, that was good good commercial you know wasn't yeah well, now that you tell me the backstory commercial. it's sort of cute and good yeah yeah, yeah. so it's cute see because uh, a good super bowl commercial doesn't doesn't just need to be funny it needs to be either like really meaningful that like, oh my gosh, I almost want to cry at this commercial or it needs to be like kind of cute and you're like, okay, you know, oh, or it needs to be funny, you know? Oh, dude. So, okay. What about the commercial that I told you about? Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. Because, so I say like, I, I texted Will, I was like, dude, did you just see, I was like, I was like, Toy- I think Toyota just did a pro-life commercial. Like in the middle of the Super Bowl, because they've banned pro-life commercials in the past. Yeah. And so when I was watching it, I'm thinking like, dude, who pulled this off? Because I remember Tim Tebow had one a few years ago. Him and his mom, she told a little bit of story about how they, you know, wanted to, abo- you know, they wanted her to abort him when he was in the womb because there was might be some medical problems and. And so it was a similar setup. It was like somebody's calling a parent right. to be like, look, your child is sick. Like they're not gonna. They're like paralyzed. They're not gonna have a good life. Well, and not only that, it's, it's, this, it's this a ch- this child that you you know we found a child for you to adopt. But here's the hang up, you know, as if like oh they might say no, they don't want this child. You oh know? yeah, because they like and she's like oh well we haven't met her yet, but I know she's gonna have you know potential and like I you know what I mean. It was like. And then you just see like these flashes of like they're in the kitchen, but in the living room is like a swimming pool. And this girl is like competing and swimming with like yeah. missing part of her legs. And it was just like, it was like a really intense, like, um, it, it was just like a really intense commercial. So that's why I texted you. Cause when you watch it live, you went back and watched it like on YouTube, you could be like fully yeah. attentive. Cause it was like halfway through the commercial before I realized like what I'm watching here, you know, right. like, I didn't expect it to be a, like a Toyota and Olympic commercial, you know. Right? Yeah. So uh, the thing that got me the heartstrings pulled on that commercial was when the mother was like, you know, I just we can't wait to meet her, and like it like camera pans over to the girl in the pool, and you just see this big smile of like I'm going to be so loved, even though she's an adult now swimming in the Olympics. Yeah. She's she's bad. Yeah, it was right. It was really cool. Um, <clears throat> Eli Manning was in a commercial that I think top that had the potential to top 
all of his brother's commercials. And that was in the Frank's Red Hot Red Hot Sauce. I totally missed and it. And it was funny because he he was sitting down by this like bed of flowers, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be really like kitschy, like like stupid, like oh, I I garden now, you know, that's what I do since I retired. And he's like, I've been finding a lot of ways to use my like Red Hot Frank's Red Hot Sauce, and you just the next clip is just Red Hot Sauce like going all over these flowers, like, and <laughs> he's like, I can do this. But if they could have expounded upon it, expanded and did more with it, I think it could have been pretty funny, you know. Um, but just one commercial wasn't good enough. All right, Cheetos commercial. Go ahead. You like that one? Well, I thought it had a lot of potentials. Like, oh, they tried to be like the chip commercials of the past. I you thought know? it was cute. I mean, it, yeah, I think know. it was. I think it was cute and um, it was nostalgic. Yes, if you're, yeah, yeah, probably if you're our age, you know, I guess all of the all the commercials that are like that are duping like songs from our generation, it's kind of like going to see a band you like at the casino. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, Gin Blossoms is playing at the casino. It's like, you're like, it's not really Gin Blossoms, you know? It's like, they're not at their prime anymore. It's it's just the second acoustic guitarist. and Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, and so that's what, so when they do these like really faux, like the Scoop, there it is commercial. Right. You know, you know what I'm talking about? It's like, you just feel bad for the artist because like, this is what you've become that you, you... but at least they had song. the artist in the in the commercial, though. I, I yeah, I get. You well, know? Scoop, so sh- there it is. They're, those guys are in the commercial. They're like oh, scooping okay. ice cream or something. Like scoop, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I I know. I don't really watch a lot of commercials because I pay but for everything. You just feel but, bad, like you know. You're like, oh man, like you know, like is that what Shaggy's song? I, I wanted to text our friend Gordy, who every time he does, every time he does karaoke, that's his go-to. <laughs> Is, uh, is that song like he sings that song and he's got it down like he he yeah. learned a song i give it to him because he's got a lot of friends who go karaoke so karaoke-ing. why why do beer commercials typically get it right they're either really funny or they're they are the ones that are the most meaningful and heart-wrenching and well, the commercial that i thought was really good this year just a good cute wholesome commercial was let's grab a beer commercial did you see that one no basically like you know what if let's grab a beer like meant something more you know and they went through all these different scenarios of like instead of just being like hey let's grab a beer sometime it's like actually grab a beer because it's it's about someone that just got let go of their job and someone's like hey man let's go let's go grab a beer and hang out you know someone's like missing a flight and they're all like here's to new friends because they're all stuck at a bar at a airport you know let's grab a beer together and just all these different scenarios and i was like man you know what it makes me feel good like these beer commercials make me feel good and i just always pay a lot of they probably they probably pay more than anyone else to um advertise yeah and and to like they hire psychologists and average you know to really grasp and you know part of that is probably because they're so restricted in how they do commercials you know true like they can't show people drinking and there's a lot of limitations. And so they, they are forced to go like to a deeper level, whereas yeah. everyone else can just be like, ah, my yeah. chip is so good, you know? And, um, I feel bad I for all know. the alcoholics though during that time, but, uh, <laughs> all right. This Although sometimes my... the Budweiser commercials would make me tear up, dude. Yeah, I, I know, don't even know. Like they'd have a song and they'd be like, we are all Americans. And you're dude, like, when I was a kid, <laughs> I used to get the chills. At the uh, the Clydesdale commercials, you know, when they'd come on these big majestic horses, and they only came out for special occasions, like certain Mardi Gras parades, you'd have the Clydesdale yeah. horses come yeah, out, right? And uh, I don't know. It's just when cool. you see them in in person, they are they yeah. are pretty amazing impressive. things. Yeah. yeah, they're impressive. All right, just funniest like cool. commercial of the Super Bowl was the Alexa commercial. The it was a good commercial. I'll give you see, that. It was like it was like was, a sec, it was like a sexy dude voice. It was Michael B. Jordan. Who's that? Is, is he famous? Yes. He was the bad guy in uh um Black Panther. Oh, he was okay. he was he was you seen the movie Creed? Uh no. Okay, he's the main character in Creed. Um did you see <laughs> Raising saw, Dion? I did see Black I did see Black Panther. He's yeah. the he's the son that was like disowned and left on earth and found his way back. Something like that. Oh, no, 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 that was like, so they killed his dad. That's what it was. And he grew up, well, yeah, yeah. he's that guy. Did you see? I didn't uh, recognize him. Did you see Raising Dion? 
Uh, on Netflix. No. Oh, that's a cute show. I, okay. I might have seen one or two episodes. He's like a superhero kid. Yeah. So anyway, I think I might have watched like the, the first episode or something. Anyway, and then, Michael B. Jordan, he's ripped. He's a good looking dude, you know. And so they're like, man, this is a pretty impressive, you know, echo that they have that like Alexa in. And like, this is just really like a beautiful thing. And this woman walks away and goes, I just don't, I can't imagine anything more beautiful than putting Alexa in this. And she sees like a tour van for Michael B. Jordan pull up and it's his picture on it. So she goes and fantasizes and Alexa B. Jordan's just like, Alexa B. Jordan, (laughs) Michael Jordan is just in, (laughs) in her house. And she's like, um, Hey, how do I make this? And he's just like telling her the recipes and her husband shows up and he goes, why are you cooking? Like we have food here. And you know, there's one scene where she's like, um, Alexa, turn the lights down or something like that. And all of a sudden he just like takes off his clothes and your Alexa's Alexa's yelling right now. Anyway, so um, her husband like runs in and he's like, no, no, put the lights up, put the lights up. And it was just a funny commercial because it was edgy and it was, it was, it was, it was good. I just thought it was funny. It actually made me out, made me laugh out loud. It was a little suggestive there at some point, but I will say that it was, it was a good commercial. I still think the Rocket Mortgage commercials were funny. Oh no. Yeah, absolutely. They're funny. But they, Um, uh, but they, they were good commercials. I, I, uh, I, I thought Honestly, the commercial, because, you know, like when you're watching it live, it's like you might miss the first few seconds of it. Right. It's like I thought they were basically announcing like a new voice. Like now Alexa has like a male version no, no, so no. that women can be like, you know, can have a better experience with this Alexa. Is, this is why you need to, you need to uh, be up at the times of pop calls. <laughs> so like, I was about to be like, I was about to be like, Alexa, talk in your sexy man voice and yeah. see what happens. Um, <laughs> um, like Siri, you can because Siri, I I have Siri talks to me in like a British accent, so I was thinking they were introducing that you could just change the voice on uh, on Alexa. Um, why is it that the most exciting part of the game is a fan who runs on the field? Dude, Did you I see went that? straight to YouTube. I went straight to YouTube, hoping that. And, and if it wasn't freaking COVID, you know someone would have posted that shit to YouTube yeah. from the stands so you could actually have seen the takedown. Like, show the takedown. I mean, I get it if the person's, like, naked or something. Because you could hear the crowd. We don't oh, know the if they got like, naked. Oh, oh, oh. And everyone's looking, and they're like, well, this is interesting. And you're yeah. like, you're not showing it. Like, I get it if the person – it looked like he was – it looked like a dude wearing a bra. Am I mistaken there? I'm wondering if he was wearing the uh, the Borat mankini. Do you know what oh, I'm talking okay. about? It's like a thong that goes over your shoulders. It's for men, too. Anyway. It could have been. But he had shorts on, and I'm wondering if he was about to try and get his shorts down. It was just it was super quick. It looked like neon I mean, green. That's why I suggest through. that. I mean, I was... If I was a streaker or a, I don't know what you call a person who's not naked but running on the field half naked, um, I would not run directly through the line of scrimmage. Like I would try to yeah. avoid, like run around the players, but I yeah. wouldn't want to, like I would be afraid I'd get clotheslined by someone. I just want to know, know what, what the, mean? I want to like know what Devin the COVID. Devin White would just be like. Ugh. Yeah, but I don't know. Like what, what's the COVID protocol of that? I, you know. Well, <laughs> He just I, was he wearing a face mask? He wasn't wearing he was, a face mask. He wasn't that wearing a face bastard. mask. As far as I can tell, he could have he could have given he could have given COVID to uh, Tom Brady that bastard. I know. So this is what I, this is my ultimate question is: when you have a game, like let, let me just set the mood real quick. If you have a game with limited fans, limited fans. In a stadium that holds 70,000, 80,000 people, whatever, and you've only got five or 10,000 inside, and you have beefed up security, probably the same as you typically do with anything else. And throughout the entire NFL season, we haven't had any issues. And in previous years past, we really haven't had too many issues. And you've had 70,000, 80,000 people in the crowd. How, at this game, does somebody get on the field and do skeleton that? Skeleton crew. I mean, you got a skeleton crew. I mean, you, can't, you don't have as many, as many, uh, it's the same with the Capitol Police, man. Same, uh, <laughs> they let the guard down, man. Ugh, man, they're like they're like in COVID, uh, like COVID staff right now. I mean, that was the most exciting part of the game. Was was that? And they they I just they should have showed it. I mean, ratings, CBS, come on. This just goes back to CBS's broadcast being bad. And I know why they don't show it, and no one would have showed it. But you know, 
whatever. Um, I want right. I want to I want to see. Uh, well, did you look it up on YouTube? No, I didn't see if there's anything. Oh, on there it is. Okay, uh, this is a good view right here. You get this guy in it in all his glory. He's wearing like a, it appears to be a a thong bathing suit thing. A mankini. Oh yeah, this is like the full video. Do you want? Can I share my screen or something? Yeah, dude. Um, working on it. But yeah, I mean, I you know, in the past, I think I've seen videos in the past about people who have. Um, Go ahead. You know, people in the past who, who, who you know, they they have a brand or a website or something that they're trying to promote, and uh, I feel like I saw like a documentary about it one time. You know, and it like worked. Like by the, you know, this girl got like basically arrested, but she ran on the field with this like website, and yeah. uh, the thumbnail on this on this video. Can I get to the thumbnail? I guess I can't without you see my screen, huh? Yeah, yeah. We'll just watch it. All right, we'll just watch it. Oh yeah, he did good. He got away from. Oh him. yeah. He Does he make it to the end zone? Right in the end zone, yeah. He made oh, a touchdown. Oh, he makes it dude. to the end zone. And then they just, oh, they just, they just pounce this dude. Yeah, they do. Oh yeah, get hey. get that knee in there, cop. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is like, but see him. He's like, oh look, this is like, what's he saying? Yeah, dude, that's a mankini, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got his butt cheek showing. He's trying to get his pants down. He makes it those slides right in the end zone. I mean, technically, he would have been down at the one because he one, slid. Yeah. But um, but he 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 made some moves, man. He made it all the way through the whole field, so uh, that's props on him. That that was two views, so we got a view actually from the stands. Like so, this is definitely somebody recorded this. But he had already. So this is like basically what you saw on CBS. He comes running straight through, and right. straight through the line, and then that's where this video picks up. This is uh, for those because really I remember this, Mahomes, this good old Ethan James, eighteen ninety, whatever. I remember. Like Holmes was like pointing, and I don't remember if this was before or after when he was yeah, trying he to like, like what the. <laughs> well, I thought he was pointing at the time of like the play clocks off again. Or yeah, something like because that, he had know? just done that like the series earlier. Yeah, he was pointing up at the play clock. Oh man! So, all right, let's get into some of the performances. Yeah, you, see the, you see the you see the little picture of him now. It, what does it say on there? It says there's something it says on yeah. his. Uh... Oh, he is wearing a mask. So. I oh, he's wearing back. a mask. Yeah, dude. Good for that guy. He is very hairy, by the way. So yeah, for those who haven't got to see it, he's got black, curly uh, man hair coming out of his uh, bikini. Even on his love handles. Um, yeah, his, that's definitely yeah, not a mankini. That, he is wearing a woman's leotard. Yeah, a, a leotard. woman's leotard. And his junk is hanging out there. Like, he's got it. Like, <laughs> who's 31 is like, what the? F- <laughs> I know. What does it say? It says vitality. That's what it says. It says vitality. Yeah. Is that like a company? Um, I don't know what it is. It's got to be like important. it's got to be like it sounds like a company for man's testosterone or something. Maybe it seems like a weird way to like advertise in a bikini, but um, yeah, yeah. Because I saw it was like pink, and then, oh look at look at this burly pink thong. Yeah, he's he's like showing full. Who's this guy on the these, field? These people that looks need like to... Bruce Arians. Like that's this dude should not the first guy to engage this dude looks like a Chiefs uh like coach. This is not Maybe. like a police officer. This is like a dude in a red yeah. jacket, a big old man who gets totally uh who gets totally juked uh yeah. around the thirty yard line. And then but it's like that's the first guy to engage this guy. This guy runs I don't know where he got on the field, but he ran past them a good all hundred yards of the field, and then made it yeah. all the way to the opposing end the, zone. These guys need to terrible. learn to wear like rip away clothing. You know, you're not going to run full sprint on the field and then start trying to take your pants off. Oh, wow, but, this one is uh, very clear. Yeah. So he got his pants down. Well, and uh, mm-hmm. he's got a tattoo here on the ba- on his back. Whatever that says. Uh, wow, full video, full video. Anyway. Yeah, there he goes. It's not the full video. Yeah, they lied. It's well, the full video of CBS's performance. It's like three uh, minutes or the broadcast. Of the All right, so what did you thing. think of the uh, the the anyway. performances this year? So, uh, okay, who sang the first song? Her. Was that America the Beautiful? Yeah. Did you that that was like awesome? That was Do you legit- agree. 
Yeah, she killed it. Right, I'm gonna. So that, I'm gonna. I'm gonna feel her. really bad. I'm gonna feel really bad that I have no idea who that is because she rocked it, and I'm thinking like I didn't even know there was like a chick rock and roll artist. I mean, and the the fact that she like ripped a solo at the end of America the Beautiful, Dude. it gave me it good. gave me goosebumps. And it and sounded then, good. Then, the production was good. As soon as it was over, my C, my CBS All Access on my TV upstairs completely died. It was like <laughs> a server maintenance issue. Yeah. And I had to go downstairs to finish watching the game. So it was a little flustered immediately yeah. following that. So, uh, yeah, it was really good. I mean, one, for her to come out, and it's just it's just her and guitar and um, just electric guitar, and she's just playing that Strat, and she's just, you know, it was good. It was good. And then she broke out in that solo, and I was like, I was feeling it. You're like, man. So, when, so here's my thought. When you sing songs, like patriotic songs, songs that have like very deep meaning to people yeah it's like you can do it in a way where you know the person is sharing the reverence of that song whatever it means to them however it means to them right and it's like they put their emotion into it but they're not trying to it's not it's like when you get too cutesy like like some of these artists they can just make the song their own add their own little twist to it but like the song is still like beautiful you know, and then there's other artists where you're like, they're just performing the song and like they could care less about the words. You know what yeah. I mean? And like most national anthems, I feel like have just become this like show, like this artist gets to like show off their voice and they, you know, are just trying to yeah. like, it's a show. Like, they don't care well, about what they're it's, singing. It's funny you say that because I came across this YouTube video not too long ago, breaking down Whitney Houston's uh, national anthem. And by far, she probably has the greatest live performance of the national anthem ever. Like, it was so good. And I think it was one of the first times that it wasn't done in, a, like, a very traditional way. And it was done in kind of like what you're saying, in her way, her interpretation to lift up the song, to lift up the anthem, to, like, put it on its pedestal that it deserves to be on type deal and not be about her, but because she can kill it. I mean, it was, it was great. And someone else did another version, I mean, another YouTube video on at the inauguration. Uh, Lady Gaga did the national anthem. And they were talking about how, you know, she did it very traditional, like in a 4-4 signature. And then she went to like a 4-3 signature. and um, But she did it very kind of more traditional you know but it was like it was still very powerful and it's funny because they were kind of comparing and she kind of she went off on a little you know r&b run here or there towards the end of the song um but they were talking about how exactly what you're saying that people either like to me it's almost like they just make it about them more than about the anthem yeah and um, like, did you feel that way about that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i don't know who either person was that sang the national anthem but it was yes. bad it was so just Eric, like Eric Church and Jasmine uh, Sullivan are the ones yeah, that. I, 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 I wouldn't that become an old man, Will? It happened at some point in the last five years. I don't know. I well, never Eric, heard any of these people. I mean, Eric. I mean, it makes sense that you might not hear any of them because you don't listen to that style of music. So Eric Church is a country artist, and Jasmine right. Sullivan is an R and B artist. So unless you, but really I've heard listen, of Garth. But I've heard of Garth Brooks and. You know, yeah, but you're, you're, David you're, Allen Coe. Those are country. I've heard of them. Yeah, but you just named like one of the. Top selling country artist of all time, you know what I mean? Well, like, true. You've you've heard of somebody? You've heard of Whitney Houston? You know, I mean, you've heard of, you know. Anyway, anyway, popular so people back from to, genres. Uh, back but to uh, Mr. Churchill. When it first started, I was kind of like, "This is really lame." When Jasmine came in, I was like, "This is not as lame," because I always find that. When you put the national anthem into a certain genre, it never really works unless it's traditional or really like unless it's an R&B thing, you know, something that's really soulful, you know, maybe not R&B, but like something soulful. Right. And the country part was just kind of like, OK, cool. He, he did it. But one of the things that I took away from this that I thought was very interesting is I want to hear more R&B and country songs. So put it put it aside the national anthem part. I actually did enjoy the the mashup between the country sound and the R&B sound. 
But if we're just talking about the national anthem, I wasn't too impressed with it. Yeah, I it, mean, it's a it, weird thing to try and. They were both say that. good artists, and and the and the R and B artists that you I've never heard of. Like her voice was amazing. You know what I mean? It wasn't anything like that. And it was musically like it was like it was a cool mashup it was there. Yeah. And they were singing and you know, they were on point and they sang it all, you know, and they're like doing stuff in the background and it's, you know, just they're spicing it all up, you know, like and the home and the home and the home. Yeah. Of the, and you're like but it's just like so it's all about them. Like that's what it feels like. It's like yeah, it's yeah, all exactly. about whoever wrote the song it's like oh listen to my voice oh listen to my voice oh listen to how our voices blend and how we're and it's like dude it's like the national anthem like you're not even like paying yeah. attention to what you're doing well, like i feel like you're just not feeling to... it i don't know yeah i feel like we've talked about this before i feel like it was forced to put a white singer and a black singer singing their national anthem together one two i think it was forced to put a country artist which country is the most popular quote unquote white people music that's around you know um you know it's not rock anymore it's it, it's country um and then for for black people it's it's r&b that just fills the, fills the gap of so many genres so i feel like that was kind of forced together and i, well, I feel see, like they you're missed saying the like you're saying like nelly was ahead of his time well i don't remember who was the guy that nelly did a, the song with Garth, it's uh, all I in Garth my Brooks. head. Yeah, uh, Tim McGraw. I think about it over and over again. Yeah, Sorry. Tim McGraw. Sorry. I, I know I'm old, but that's flashback. Tim yeah. McGraw. That was it. See, like I've heard that name. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, I thought he was so, a baseball player. Did he? Was he? Did he just become a country artist after playing baseball? Or is that two different people? I have no idea who you're talking about. Tim. You said McGuire. 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 No. Tim McGraw. Okay. Anyway. I digress. You're, you're thinking of Mark. McGuire. Maybe he played baseball and you didn't even know it. I don't think he did. Um, <laughs> he's married to. Uh, I mean, he's tied to the NFL. Um, I don't even know if they're still married, but he was. He's married to Faith Hill, who used to sing. Oh, I don't know if she still does, Faith but sings Hill. the Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football theme song. I thought that was David um, Allen Coe. I think no. Uh, who's no? Who's that famous country? Uh, Hank Williams. Artist. But he, Hank Williams. But. He was like somebody else for some somebody else took over that. I, do they even do the money? I when's the last, I haven't yeah. feel like I think I've Carrie heard Under, the money I think night. Carrie Underwood does it now. Really? I think yeah. It's funny. I, I I really apparently I really don't watch the intro very often to football. You just games. watch the football. Yeah. Anyway, I do, I, I do often have it muted. Anyway, I, I feel like if her didn't kill it so hard. It, the national anthem might not have been as bad. You know, you might be such right. Such a freaking just because when you see an artist just like just do it and just kill yeah. it, and it was like, and then like the guitar solo. I mean, guitar solos are all dead. Like, when's the last time you heard a guitar solo on the radio? Like, I don't even know if they even allow guitar Prince. solos anymore. <laughs> no, I know. But I mean, I mean like, I'm with you. And it was like because it stole the song. You know, it's still America the Beautiful, yeah. but she just like she just. It was awesome. She just very good. An electric guitar solo right at the end of that song yeah. it was amazing. So I was just like, dude, this this trick is awesome. Like I don't All even right. know any of her songs, but I'm gonna download some stuff on the YouTube music. You right might now. know them if you if you heard them. So yeah, yeah I probably uh, will. Halftime show, the weekend. What's your well, thoughts? Did you watch it? Yeah, no, I totally watched it. I, I, I mean, it was good. I mean, I you know it was. It was a big theatrical thing. I heard that a lot of it was happening in the stands. So I knew that it was like, you know, and I guess, and apparently he spent like a lot of his own money on the production of it because he didn't want to like have them overspend on it or something. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was like, well, I'll put my own money up. But, and so it was very theatrical. It was like watching a Broadway, like a very... Very so high funded Broadway musical thing. He's a he's um, like a conceptual artist. So, and I don't mean that as a music artist. I mean like, um, I I could see him if that if that's the case, him spending his own money on stuff because he wants it to be a certain way would make sense. And uh, I do have a lot of respect for the weekend. I I do like his music. He's different. He's not like everybody else that's out there making music. And um, yeah, it definitely had like an '80s vibe. So I'm like, I'm just saying, like for production value, most of the stuff does. Yeah, it, it was cool. It was different. I mean, yeah. it, it, like, like 
it, it felt like he was holding a phone at one point. It was a little made you a little dizzy, but it was still just like cool. And yeah. to do that all live and to look as cool. I mean, it looked like a music video. I mean, yeah, I, for him I, to be like they, way up in the in the stadium and then all of a sudden be on the field, like there's a lot yeah. of production. But then like that, that whole thing it. where he like goes in that back tunnel and the tunnel's full of lights yeah. and all the dancers are in there with him. A, and I was it, a little dizzy it, on that one. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a little dizzy, but it felt like a music video. Like it was like it just was yeah. cool that all that happened live. It was just it was a well produced show. He sounded yeah. great. I, I I mean I've I've heard one or two of his songs, so I'm familiar with one or two of them. I'm not. He's just not like I don't like listen to him, so it's not like a nostalgic thing, or you know, yeah. like when you have an artist that you know and they like start singing a song, you know, and you're like, oh, that's my so jam. That kind of brings me to my point: is I think the weekend is good, and there was no and there was no cameos. I, I give him props and, for that because it like I feel like in the last few years, it's like you, you just like randomly like like you know like I'm just gonna bust out bruno mars See, or that, you just out of nowhere like madonna shows up and starts singing you know yeah well, that's like funny you say that, that because i feel the opposite i feel like if he would have because as much as i do like him he's not like a legendary artist yet you know if you talk about the hits that everybody knows and when you're doing a halftime show for the entire nation you want to make sure that just about every song that's played, everybody knows, right? This isn't so much a promo for yourself as much as it's like, you know, an entertainment thing, right? Yeah. From the NFL's perspective, which is why the NFL will grab three artists, you know, three bands or two and put them together because they know they can hit different genres and they can hit different hit songs and everybody will know the songs, right? I feel like if, you know, there's about three songs that he's saying... And the other thing to keep in mind is he's only playing for, you know, 15 minutes. You know, it sounds, sounds like a long time, but he's not playing three songs. He's playing like eight songs, you know, while he's going up there. And everybody does it every year. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a 10-minute show, however long it is. But my point being is, like, if he would have brought out some kind of, like, legend that has nothing to do with his genre of music and, like, he sang a song of his and then, you know, vice versa and brought that in, I feel like that would have been like, oh, that's a Super Bowl show. You know, halftime show. But just being the weekend, I don't think he has the catalog of music yet to be able to to do that. Well, I was wondering you know? if I was just out of touch with the <clears throat> popularity of him because I certainly I don't think so. Have heard of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like his songs I might not be in my like something that I hear a lot or whatever. Right. But- you know, but like I don't know how popular he actually was or wasn't because he did seem somewhat lesser known. Like even like I mean I might not listen uh, to. A, I don't have like a Beyonce playlist, but I could definitely list at least like six songs off the top of my head without even going so back to TLC days. You know what TLC. I mean? Like, <laughs> so like Destiny's I mean, Child. <laughs> Destiny's Child. Sorry, there you go. Not even know. But but, 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 but the thing is that Beyonce could do a song, do a set by herself because she is a living legend. She is. Yes. She has. 20 and yet she still brought back she, can just she pick still from. brought back Destiny's Child at the Super Bowl which was pretty cool. So but that's but that's, that's the thing, thing. I, that's also nostalgic for me because that's the music I was listening to when I was a kid. You know what right. I mean? Like so but I don't know but yeah so it's like modern cuz I mean like uh, yeah I don't know cuz like when Bruno Mars did it I mean he's you know I don't know he was a new up and coming artist I think at the time I mean he probably had a, multiple albums but I mean I don't know. So Bruno Mars is is an exception for a younger artist because Bruno Mars has like one or two albums that you could listen to every song on the album. I mean, he has a lot of hits. I mean, I I was... And he's got a lot of hits. And And not just like his own, but with other people. And and, 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 you know, there's some artists where you could hear a song for the first time and enjoy it the first time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bruno Mars sings like, you know... Uh, uptown funk or whatever. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't have to know that song. You can hear it for the first time, and you're like, "Oh yeah," you know. And you just you jam with it. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? Whereas like some songs are not like that. You really kind of have to hear them the first time, and then you get into them more as like the next time you hear it or whatever. And exactly. so some songs just are natural. And 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 
that's not to say one's better than the other because sometimes the the deeper song is something that you know the more you get into it, it there's deeper yeah. levels to it which is why it's more impressive as right. an artist expression so yeah. it's not saying one's better than the other but like in a situation where you're like the big you know the most watched television show of all time you're kind of just want the 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 for sure home run you know yeah. uh song you know i i, I agree with you and it, it just it just seems like um if he would have brought out somebody and i'm not even saying like it doesn't even have to be a different genre but i i thought it would have been cool if they brought out somebody from a different genre to sing together that would have been cool for one or two songs and then they dip out let the weekend finish up his set no one says anything you know no one knows this artist is going to be a part of it i think that would have been like oh that was pretty awesome you know i just feel like it was missing the edge when you think about it as a performance in general and you take away everything, you know, Super Bowl, halftime show. It was a pretty good performance. Would it be was like really a crazy, entertaining. It would be like a crazy legend to just have bust out on the scene. With just The weekend, The weekend, Man, so like I can see somebody like like Bono come out. Yeah. You know, from U2 yeah, or so something. Over Bono. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he's, you know he's him though, and Green I mean. Day. Like I don't know. Like they they got hell of agents. That's all I gotta say. The agents yeah, got 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 videotapes of somebody, some rich and powerful people somewhere because they always be up on the. Um, maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. Like with, I don't try to think of like a crazy like out the box. Like would Dolly Parton count as a legend? She's a legend. Oh yeah, she's a legend. Does she like bust it out and sing a song with them? That would be pretty crazy. I think that would be crazy. You know, it would just be, be like a wild like throwback. But that's what makes it the Super Bowl halftime show is like, like I never thought it was that entertaining when you'd have like three acts, but they're all from the same genre of music, you know, and they're all just kind of trending. You're, you're, I don't know. It's like whatever. But when you have two people from different generations of music coming together to play, it was always kind of cool, you know. I I just feel like it could have done. It just could have been more for for. What it is for a halftime, like for the Super Bowl halftime show. They should have got that. They should have got that girl to come out and do a guitar solo. <clears throat> should have got that her. Should have done. Should have got that that her girl. Yeah. Come out and tear up a solo in the middle of that. Uh, that's 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 all that would they needed. Just one good guitar solo right in the middle, right on the <clears throat> fifty yard line, like right on the logo. Just that's wee, wee, wee. really that's all they needed is even just having someone come out and playing an actual guitar and stuff. You know that'd have been good. Just but, have like Axl Rose come yeah. out and just again, it's hard. Like you know, we we've we've kind of nitpicked this whole entire night, and I'm just not. <laughs> we didn't even talk like, about the game. <laughs> if the Saints would have been playing, I don't know if the whole production of the entire night would be any better, other than the fact that they would have won the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know. I mean, damn you, Tom I, Brady. I I feel like. The Saints would have beaten Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. I didn't even. <clears throat> well, first of all, we could never play them. Well, you know that. We, no, yeah, I'm just hypothetically speaking. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean they beat us, man. That's that's all you got to do is they, we beat them twice, but doesn't matter. So it's in the playoffs and. But just they, just uh, just just in the Super Bowl, the way Tampa Bay played it, I didn't even see anything like crazy spectacular about Tampa let Bay. Let me tell you, <clears throat> I just yeah. saw Kansas City really well, suck. But but no, it's well you're you're you got to give it to Tampa Bay's defense. They've always Absolutely. had a, a good defense, and they played they played just like the few teams that were able to control. Actually, they did similar to what the Saints did to, to, to Pat Mahomes. They yeah. played up top. They played they played their guys way back. They just rushed their their main four, and they were like, "I dare you to dink and dunk or run the football." And they were doing good. They ran the ball good. I feel like if you were to look at their numbers. I feel like they were probably running the ball like I don't know if this is true, but Who? I just felt like they could run the ball. Who? Kansas City. But they Kansas just City, didn't okay. do it. Like and then there's like they came out second half and they're running the ball and Clyde's Edward Elayers make making like first downs and they're having to change the play. And then it's like I get it though, you're already behind, so you really can't just do that. You can't just do that like because you know you gotta score thirty points, so Yeah. Or twenty something points. So you're just like you keep trying to chuck it down the field and they just they just kept going to Tyree Kill and Kelsey, and eventually they started making it work to Kelsey. But it was like last time I checked, don't you still have Sammy Watkins and 
the Pringle dude and the uh, and the, there's another guy and Robinson. Like, aren't all these guys fast and good? Like, it just seemed like they didn't even get the ball thrown to them. Like, you know no. what I mean? Like, so they were playing the they were basically double teaming Kelsey and double teaming Hill like at all times, and yeah. but they were playing deep. So anyone else, if they you know if they got the ball, you know they could I guess swarm to him. But you should be able to make first downs. Like Tom Brady makes first downs. Like if you do that to Tom Brady, he's making a first down every time because he's going to hand it off. He's going to dink it. He's just going to keep – I mean, Drew Brees would do that. You know what I mean? Because they do the opposite for Drew Brees. They play him all up front, and they're like, I dare you to throw it over our heads, you know? Right. And so, I mean, if Patrick Mahomes was behind the New Orleans Saints offensive line – I think that game was is Kansas City's in a heartbeat. Absolutely, you and that, that I mean? that's kind of my point that, of that was of yeah. the Saints could have won. I think the Saints do have a better team than Tampa Bay. We just we lost to them when we shouldn't have lost to them, you know. But so Kansas City had 107 yards rushing. 33 of those was from Patrick Mahomes. So when you take that that apart, you're looking at what 64, uh, uh 74 yeah. yards, 74 but yards. How many rushing. times did they total run the ball? Do you see um, that stat? Like actually running the ball and not besides like Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes run. Yeah, so that was twelve times. Twelve times for. Yeah, I'm trying to do math quickly. Yeah, twelve. Twelve times. Twelve times you said. So that's how many yards is that? I forgot what that's you just 74, said. Seventy-four yards, twelve rushes. That's not a lot. That's not. It's not a lot great. at all. That's not terrible, you know? but it just seemed like they were. It seemed like they were doing okay running the ball at that. Like right. in the second half, they came out and it was kind of working, but. It was like twelve times is not that, that not that many times, you know. No, it's and not. And it's like, and that's Kansas City's thing. They don't really run it that often, but yeah, it's like when you got really good defense, and they're like, we're just gonna double, we're gonna really double team your people. Right. It's like you you're just not gonna be able to win against exactly. Those so positive teams. yards for the Bucks was twenty eight rushes for one hundred and fifty yards. God, so many rush. LSU guys on the field. I was like, I'm watching it. I'm just like Fournette and then Clyde's yeah. Edward and Devin White's tackling and Williams got the ball. And I'm just like, yep. as like Matthews is getting in the shit with Tom Brady. I'm like, is there, <laughs> it's like, is there anyone other than an LSU player on this team? Like, I don't I even know. know where any, I mean, maybe it's just cause I'm hypersensitive to it, but it's like, there was so many LSU and they're like all like really good, like playmakers on these teams. And like they yeah. all, most of them played together. I mean, um, the honey badger is probably the only one that was kind of like gone the oldest before. probably. Yeah. yeah. Most of the, most of, most of those guys were, they probably didn't play quite at the same time, but he's been in the league for what, seven years now, huh? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So he wouldn't have been playing with them, but you know. so, I mean, Oh, Leonard Fournette, he's probably the oldest. Yeah. But I mean, he was still there when Devin white was there and mm. Clyde's was younger, but I don't know. He, you know? Yeah. So Brady had a, he was 20, a 21 for 29. 201 yards, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions. And I think I think they said, uh, like in the first half, he had some crazy. He was like 80 percent completion rate. Like yeah. he had like a he had like an absurdly high completion rate, which is going to kill you every time. I mean, dude, that's that'll absolutely. So yeah, it, it was it was nuts. Did you vote for uh, Super Bowl Super Bowl MVP? I did, and I was going to ask you. Like, I don't know. I totally missed it. I, I'm assuming it's Tom Brady, but who, it was Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I figured voted that's for Tom who, Brady. I figured that's who it, it was going to be. I mean, <clears throat> who else are you going to give it to? I mean, maybe if you know, <clears throat> I don't know. Like Devin maybe White would have had, had one more touchdown. You know, even I mean, then, you're like, eh, I mean, yeah, you would have had to have somebody like Fournette. I mean. Fournette, if he had run, you know, if he had gotten another touchdown, two hundred yards, something yeah, if crazy. he had broke, yeah, if he had broken one and done maybe like a two hundred yard game, <clears throat> you could see a, you know, a possible thing for that. But yeah, I mean, so you bet on football, right? Well, I I just started doing some some betting on 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 uh, on sports. I started with like fifty bucks, and uh, it was like a little website because I've always People always talked about it, and I was like, I have no idea how to do it. And I always wanted to go to, like, we have casinos in Mississippi that are, like, right by. And I was like, I always just wanted to go, like, play some bets. I thought it would be so fun. But it's like, I don't have anyone to go to a casino with. And, like, I just feel weird going to a casino by myself. Because, like, I have, like, jobs out there, like, by the casinos on the beach. And I was like, I should just go there and place a bet. But it just felt, like, so, like, wrong. And then, like, 
Like, well, you, like I'm only gonna if I'm gonna place a bet, I'm gonna place like a ten dollar bet. So it's like yeah. I go put a ten dollar bet down, and then like if I win, I gotta go back and like claim it, you know. So anyway, so I I, I signed up for this website that they advertise on the Locked On podcasts. You uh-huh. know, it's like BetOnline.ag. So you just sign up, put your information in there, and you can just like bet on stuff. And they so like, did you did you bet on like the random prop bets? Yes, that's yeah, that's like all I bet on. So here are some like fun ones, right? So you can speaking bet. of speaking of prop bets for those that are listening, they didn't show you the color of the Gatorade. Is that one of the ones you're going to bring up? Yes. So CBS cut away, and they did not show the color of the Gatorade that got that got landed on uh, Bruce Arians, which is a big prop bet. So I saw it on Yahoo. So breaking news, Will. It wait, was wait, blue. wait! Don't, don't! Oh, you, you, you ruined. I just. It, it was blue. It. it was blue. I it saw a picture of yellow. Blue. Well, you think Yahoo uh, faked their blue? No, I'm just saying. I, I it saw was a funny. Of it's yellow. funny because it says it says a video from the stadium went viral a few minutes after the game. The Gatorade seemed to be blue. So it's funny that they actually like seemed to be blue. Wrote the word seemed to be blue because they were like afraid because the video if it's just on the internet, you know what I mean? Like they're like they didn't take it, so you know it, they could be trying to fool the sports books if they like edit. So blue, the odds were 800 plus. Yeah, for blue. Purple was fourteen hundred. Ooh, that would have been huge, right? So I would have thought that yellow is probably the most popular, but it sounds like orange is the most popular color. Gatorade. <clears throat> I so. mean, and you would think that. I think someone said that they maybe had red it at sometimes. I don't know. They might have multiple different colors on the sideline. You know. Yeah. Um, I know there were some schools that that do their school colors if that's possible, but. So. Like you can bet. Is Gatorade on, even good for you? I thought Gator. I thought like we had like gone way beyond the, <laughs> the time of like sugary sport. Like it's like drinking Kool Aid. Like are they are still drinking Kool Aid on the side. Like, isn't that not good for you? No, it's good for you. You just got to drink a lot more water than you do Gatorade. Well, what's the point of the Gatorade? Just drink some damn smart water. It gives you electrolytes. Something your body needs anyway. That's correct. Do you, do you know what movie so, that's from? Um, no. It's an amazing movie called Idiocracy. She's totally oh. watch. Well, that's what I was actually thinking, um, but I didn't. Every time didn't someone said the, the word Gatorade, everyone said something your body needs anyway. You know, because they're like yeah. they're like quote unquote brainwashed to say that. It's like every time someone brings up a banana, someone just someone <laughs> just has to say the freaking sentence. And you know, it's got a lot of potassium. Like, shut up! Everyone knows it has potassium. Why does everyone say that when you bring up a banana? So here's some of the fun stuff you can you can bet on right. um, with with prop bets, right? Um, halftime show props. So how many songs will be played during the halftime show? You can bet over eight or under eight. How many wardrobe changes will will the weekend make? Over point five, under point five. Will Ariana Grande make an appearance during the halftime show? Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? Like these are these are like this is what I'm into betting right here. Will a like, fan run onto you? the field during the game? If that, someone bet no, uh, that guy probably had ten thousand dollars and was like, "I'm gonna be the guy that runs on the field on the game," and I got ten thousand on it. So I don't know what bail is. And exactly, Tampa. will any player propose to his girlfriend on field after the game? Puppy bowl odds. Speaking of puppy bowl. Where was the puppy bowl at? I know. I didn't even look it up. I used to watch it online on the. Uh... Yeah. You can you can bet on who's going to be MVP. You can bet on like who will score the second touchdown. How many receiving yards will Travis Kelsey have? Which QB will have more passing yards? You know, there's just so many different random stuff that you can vote on. To like, how long is the national anthem? Is it under this like a minute and fifty nine well, seconds? Was a, or is it there was there was somebody know? put out yesterday. Uh, outside the stadium, they recorded the um, them singing the national anthem, and they Rehearsal. recorded it. Yeah, and they put uh, it out on YouTube. So a bunch of bookies took it off the books because that's uh, funny. because it got it got leaked, and it was over, and it was in fact over. That's funny. That so yeah, funny. so the, the the prop bets were kind of fun. I mean, like it seemed like oh, like like I was betting them like oh yeah, this is easy money. You know, like I don't know yeah. what the hell I'm doing. So it'd be interesting. So uh, 
I'm looking at my bets right now. Let's see. Uh, oh, look, didn't win that one. Uh, yeah, but I won a bunch of them. So I won. Uh, let's see. What is this one? What'd you do? Ten dollars a piece? Five. Yeah, five dollars a piece. Um, yeah, I did, I did Leonard Fournette for a touchdown. Leonard Fournette with the over. Uh, on number of like maybe that was catches or something. So you're buying drinks for the next podcast, right? Yeah, dude. With all your winnings. Yeah, it's like fifty bucks here, dude. 50 nice. Bucks. Well, congratulations. Here. But there's still a lot pending, actually. I don't know why these are still pending. Like so, like that. Not, not all of them, that one definitely lost. I did one crazy one. So I did like a ten dollar one that would have made me like a thousand dollars. It was like a ten thousand odds. Was that? Uh, Pringle would get a touchdown and 120 receiving yards. <laughs> That's <laughs> I would have won a thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, like I was like, I was like, it's not that crazy because like some of the other ones, like like Sammy Watkins, they had 150 yards and two touchdowns. I was like, now that's the chance of that happening are pretty low. But I was like, yeah. if he just caught one giant bomb and like ran a 60 yard touchdown to you know what i mean like he just took right. one giant thing to the house then you're just talking about getting some more yards like yeah. I, to me that was a little more probable than some of the other ones but anyway all right before we sign off dude bold predictions first play of the game was a completion, uh, pass completion. who anyway. is going to the super bowl 2022 who do you, who do you call well I'm going to hopefully say Buffalo Buffalo Bills will make it next year. And then on our side, the Saints. Nice. The Saints surprising everybody, so, led by Jameis Winston. You get it here. The Saints are in the Super Bowl against Buffalo from Matt. I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to make a three-peat to the Super Bowl Probably. against the New Orleans Saints. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of Jameis Winston, but sounds like he's gonna be the guy anyway i'm william i'm matt this is that guy's show hope you guys enjoyed the super bowl because we didn't peace